What's up, Dunwoody? This show, as always, brought to you by my Real Estate Ninja skills and Justin's web developing and programming stuff and things. Jim Reiteicher, part two. In this episode, Jim gives us the skinny on the CVB, continuing the greenway from perimeter to Georgetown by bridge, bright fluorescent Dunwoody signage, and what these elevated GDOT HOV lanes will mean to this area. If you enjoy the show, tell a friend. Um, if you know somebody that would be good on the show, tell me. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Hey, welcome back, Jim, for episode yeah. two. Yeah, <laughs> episode two. All right. Well, so we were, I don't know, talking a little bit about CVB off mic, so let's let's talk about them a little bit. I, You know, we think they do a, a, a wonderful job, and they got a couple of interesting things and running. That's the Dunwoody Convention Bureau? The Conven- Convention and Visitors Bureau, which is funded okay. entirely with the hotel motel tax, and mostly what they do is they market Dunwoody to groups that will come and use our hotels. That's what, you know, that's their charter. That's what the money's for. So they're like a a group organization. They were formed and, and by the, the original council because there was a hotel motel tax in place in DeKalb, but they got the money. They decided how the money would be used for marketing. It probably wasn't going to well market Dunwoody Hotels. Not all of it. Somebody's, somebody, <laughs> yeah, somebody's cousin. <laughs> so, so we started up our own Convention and Visitors Bureau so we could control that. And, and Katie Bishop is the director. I think you've interviewed her. and She's Real done sweet a, young lady. She, she has done a great job at the CVB, and we tell her that all the time. They, they you know, it, it, it works. And... Um, so, so they're out marketing Dunwoody Hotels, and, you know, we of course, we recently, at the request of the hoteliers, we passed an increase to the hotel motel tax. And there's a couple of things that are going to happen good at to Dunwoody because of that increase in tax. So part of the money, you know, is going to the CVB for their traditional missions, okay, that are, you know, required by state law, marketing, and, you know, they, they, there's a few things they can do, and we'll talk about one of those in a minute. But the city also gets some money, and, and you know, we've been working on a, you know, we, when we pass the enabling legislation to increase the, um, the tax, we had a rough project list in place, and we recently revisited that. We've had about a, most of a year behind us now, so we're seeing what the receipts are like, and we're building some money up so we can start some projects and, and look at what we do next. And really the, the number one project has always been and, and, and remains the Perimeter Center East Park. And I believe that uh, uh, that will be the first project that council approves. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm only one of seven, but I, I think there's good consensus on that. So, so there's a piece of land basically immediately east-northeast of where City Hall used to be on Perimeter Center East that we've owned for a while, but it's, it's an unimproved piece of land. Basically, it's got an old ratty building on it that we're going to knock down, and that's going to become a new, like, two-and-a-half, three-acre park in Perimeter Center, which is vastly under-parked. Is that across from Perimeter Mall? It's, like, well across from Perimeter Mall. Like, it's... Like, behind the Starbucks, kind of? Like, yeah, way behind Starbucks. Like, a third of a mile, across the street from the Grub property. Do you know where the townhouses are getting built? Yeah, immediately to the north of that townhouse. So, so that Georgetown boardwalk would connect to it. Well, and that's another thing that that affects this area. So, what will happen is that 
we have left the contract for the bridge that will connect Georgetown to Perimeter Center. So there will be a 12-foot multi-purpose trail bridge. No cars, just pedestrians. No cars, yeah. just pedestrians and bicycles. You always got to make that clear because people pedestrians like, and bicycles. You, you you could probably do a, a bird scooter. You know, <laughs> yeah, golf cart. Go, uh, I don't think a golf cart. I don't think a golf cart. Edit. So you'll be able to you know come down Old Springhouse Lane. Hit the you know that that strip of land along the stream is actually city park land. We're going to clean that up a little bit. You'll hit this bridge that's the contract's been let. You know we're moving down toward you know that should get built. Should be done by the end of two Q nineteen, is my guess. And um, that connects to multi-purpose trail that's on the back of the perimeter center east townhouses as a condition of zoning. They had to build 12-foot multi-purpose trail north-south along the entire back of their property. Hmm. And then that will end up into this park I'm talking about that we will build out with hotel-motel tax money. Now, related thing on multi-purpose trails in that same general area is that should the Grub property go through on the rezoning that is currently under consideration... They will connect up to the multi-purpose trails in that area, carry the multi-purpose trail through their property, and they and perimeter center improvement districts will pay for um, continuing it all the way to Ashford Dunwoody in front of you know across the street from the mall, basically. Wow, that's so cool! I haven't heard about that. I, yeah. I knew that they were doing the Greenway, but that's further than I thought. Yeah, so it'll so basically you'd be able to get multi-purpose trail from you know across the street from perimeter mall all the way to this new bridge and boardwalk right i don't know about boardwalk. I think there's a, there may be some board. boardwalk okay to, to, to get to the bridge basically yeah. Yeah. um and then that would put you on old spring house lane old spring house lane gets you to the multi-purpose trail getting up towards project renaissance dunwoody green yes okay that takes you all the way to Shaliford. That gets you, you know, on multi-purpose trail. There's multi-purpose trail all through Project Renaissance to Shaliford. Gets you to Pernishal Park and the multi-purpose trail there to the bridge across the creek between Pernishal and Brook Run and all the way to the multi, you know, the multi-purpose trail loop at Brook Run. All the way here? Yeah. yeah. Which is, well, and then we're working on bringing it further east from Brook Run and ultimately taking it to Peach Street Corners. I mean, that's... Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, like down Peeler and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Very cool. That's Very in the cool. long-term plan. What's, uh, what's Renaissance? I've heard Dunwoody Green. What's, what's Well, that's the, it, that's the same thing. Same thing. It's okay. it's had a couple of different names. People know it by different names, so you bring them both. Um, uh, are there any yeah. plans to do anything with Old Spring House Lane? Well, we're trying... We're, we're, Old Spring House is problematic because there's, you know, there's a big hill in the middle of it and yeah. it's, it's tough for it's all a hill basically walkers yeah. and bicyclists and we're the, we we would like to put multi-purpose trail with proper switchbacks you know and we, we've got to do proper switchbacks for ada compliance and we'd like to do it along 285 but that's all you know that's we're hoping to do that as part of the, the big GDOT projects. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a long-term thing. You got to have, you know, with any kind of public works like this, especially in a built-up area, you, you've, you've really got to have a long-term vision and, and chip away at it over many, many years because, you you, you know, the, the money to, to do this stuff 
A, it's expensive. B, it's difficult, and it it just takes time. To, a lot of to, it's other people's land too. Right, I mean, right. So you got to pick it up as you know when stuff gets redeveloped, and you can do it as a condition of zoning. So there you go. So the city needs to buy the property that Georgetown Recreation Club is on, which is actually still owned by Coward. Right. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm familiar with that issue. I, yeah, that you're not uh, touching it. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, well, that, that that'd be a very expensive purchase, and uh, yeah. Well, or you make his life uncomfortable if he doesn't sell. <laughs> no, no, that's the. But but that would be a possible. I mean, well, I don't see any other way that you guys could get the the path to go. Well, the other way is if we pick it up as edge of right of way um, that GDOT acquires for their major mobility improvement program, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to finish up with the CVB. Another thing they're starting to look at, since we were talking about the hotel motel tax. That's and- why you're talking. I've got so many questions. You're the guy with all of the answers <laughs> that we've been looking for for 50 episodes. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, the C- got a whole the- thing of notes. I'm ready for So the, the, the other thing the CVB is working on, they're kind of looking... You know, they we've got a new pot of money that we're going to build this park with, and a, and a bunch of other projects behind it. But the first one that people will see is this Perimeter Center East Park. They've also got a chunk of money, and they they're, they're, a lot of it's going to marketing. But they, they're looking for some projects to take on, and and one project that I'm that they're talking about taking on, I think they will take on, that we're glad to have them take on is wayfinding. Uh, you know, putting some more signage around Dunwoody so people can find the Nature Center, the Spruill Center, City Hall. Brilliant. On and on, you know, Perimeter Mall, you know, on and on and on. You know, even yeah. the neighborhood pools would be a, a thing to include there. Well, that, that's a great input to that process. Uh, yeah, I'll it's, take a note. Uh, it's cheap and why not? It makes it feel more no, like a community. I, 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 I'm a big proponent of the neighborhood swim and tennis. I was yeah. a longtime Kingsley member and, you know, they're a huge part of... Um, community life here in Dunwoody that, you know, I don't think city administration necessarily understands how important that is. It's huge. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. So, um, you know, they're looking at taking on wayfinding. And, and I think, you know, th- this is something that was around f- five years ago and kind of died, but it kind of died because, it, you know, one of the major reasons it died is because a lot of people really didn't like our original logo with the asterisk and the Walmart logo feel mm-hmm. and you know we've redone the logo to something a little more universally acceptable and i think that it, it's a good time to pick up the um uh the wayfinding thing again and i'm i'm hopeful that the cvb takes that on as they're you know it's, it's sounding like they're probably going to do and is, is that the d logo with the the d asterisk that's yeah. that's the what, old logo well which is the one that was it has the stuff kind of evaporating from it Oh, that, that that's that's the um, the Chamber of Commerce. Okay, all right. That that's a pretty cool logo. I'm yeah, but that's not the city logo. That's the Chamber of Commerce. All right. Well, it, yeah. And a few of my groups, I've had people. Or some people have posted about uh, you know when you pull into Brookhaven, there's the big Brookhaven signs, and you pull into Doraville, there's the well, and that's entry that, signs. That's the, Is that that's part the, of it? Yeah, that's that's the kind of wayfinding we're okay, talking about cool. and branding. Neon Dunwoody, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sure, Hayward could make a few Hollywood, of those. Like a was Hollywood the, sign. Was, was the sarcasm dripping off my voice enough when I said yeah? Uh, it's like the Olmstead Shambly. We just have Dunwoody. The everywhere. crier's going to say, Jim says we're getting... We're going to get neon Dunwoody entrance signs. <laughs> no, no, he did not say that. He, um, I think signage, is a, signage would be really neat around here. Yeah. I think that would well, attract so, people to different things. Well, like, again, when we, when we looked at it last... 
there was a lot of, you know, there were a lot of people who really, really hated the old logo. And I was not a fan. I, didn't, I don't know that I really, really hated it, but I was not a fan. And I think our new logo is much more, you know, in keeping with the community and something people can live with. And, um, you know, I think that's something we can look forward to from, from the CVB folks. So one thing we touched on just now, you know, you brought up Georgetown, and I, you know, yeah. and I brought up this whole issue of, you know, GDOT coming in. Um, you know, of course, everybody's aware of the 285 and 400 project. It's huge. It's happening, you know. Nothing's stopping it. Nothing, no. Yeah. Well, right behind that, we've got something happening, and, and, you know, we've had presentations in council, but a lot of people probably aren't aware of it. We've had a presentation from GDOT, you know, in the last month and a half, uh, and but this has been in the works for years at this point, and it's going to be going on for years more. And and the 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 governmental acronym is MMIP, Major Mobility Improvement Program, and it's a series of like eleven major projects. Okay, most of which are in the Metro Atlanta area. One's in Savannah. They're gonna they're gonna six lane I sixteen from I ninety five east into Savannah to the port for all the obvious reasons. Um, but we're talking about managed lanes. Have you guys used any of the new managed lanes on 75 and um, 675? I'm afraid of them. No. Okay. I love it. I, yeah. I never know when I can drive on, you know. And Peach yeah. Pass I use every day. Yeah, yeah, okay. What, do you do, go up 85 yeah, a lot? Yeah, I got a business in Lawrenceville. Yeah, enough said. Yeah, I, I, I had a consultant gig, gig up there. And I pay like... Yeah, it's like $2 a month or something. Yeah, you're reverse reverse commuting, so it it costs you like a a quarter a day to use it up there. So managed lanes like that are a major part of MMIP, okay? So there there are various segments, you know, like one of the segments, the the one that's going to most affect us is from 85 North, 285 from 85 north to 75, they're going to put a pair of those managed lanes both ways. It won't be a reversible like 75 and 675 on the south side. They're going to have a pair of managed lanes going each way. It's kind of like a peach pass. It'll be, yeah, they'll they'll be peach pass. Yeah, you'll have to have a peach pass to use those managed lanes. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one project. There, there's a project to take managed lanes up 400 north from 285 to Mansell or beyond. That's a long way. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So there, there is, now it gets beyond that, managed lanes from I-20 east to 85 north on 285, managed lanes on 285 from I-20 west to 75, they're looking at rebuilding the I-20 East and West interchanges at 285. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> this it is. is this is you know this is billions and billions of G dot work that is in process now, um, and I I could you know find you a URL to the report they gave us. You know, and you, you could find it if you dug around the website enough at the city, but I could find it for you if, you, if you're interested. But, you know, it, it, they did a major presentation to us on all these projects, and they've got tentative timelines and everything else. And yeah, they, send it to me. I'll put it in the notes. Maybe some people will find that interesting. Um, but we are talking, we are going to be under major construction 
around this area between the 285 north you know north side perimeter work and the 400 work you know beyond just the interchange all this mmip work it we're going to be under major construction for the next 10 years yeah. is what that needs is it's atlanta north no atlanta. no i I'm, I'm i'm just you know Warning everybody complain now. about it, but eventually it'll be nice. It is what it is, you know. You know Except I, you're, if you're at the Georgetown I, pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're looking up at yeah. highway above you. We're, we're going to put a high dive uh, right there. Right off, yeah, yeah. You, you just build a little high dive off yeah. the side of the one of the pylons. <laughs> no, it, it's going to come right through there some way, somehow. There might be a pylon in our pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because there's right-of-way acquisition. I mean, there's... Initial, you know, right of initial design and right of way acquisition is happening. Right. I mean, this is not some blue sky thing. They are out there, you know, making stuff happen. Yeah. You well, know. the question is really is is there enough space? You know, because we're pretty close to that. Oh, I know the highway. Well, you know? that's why I say there's there's right of way acquisition in it. I mean, they're they're spending many many millions on right of way. In fact. I, that's an interesting story. One, you know, let's talk about a Dunwoody hero, an unsung Dunwoody hero, and his name is Ken Levy. And Ken Levy um, is a right-of-way attorney who works for, you know, on a contract basis for GDOT. He does right-of-way acquisition for GDOT in DeKalb, and he lives right over here, at, um, you know, real basically right behind the corner of Womack and uh, Tilly Mill. Ken was just basically came out very successful in what was the largest right-of-way lawsuit in state history over the Gold Kiss site. The Crown Holdings people, GDOT needed a sliver of property across the south side of that for the 285 and 400 bridge, and they couldn't come to terms. So GDOT says, well, we're taking it, and we can fight it out in court. They went on with building what they need to build and take, t- taking their strip of property, and they fought it out in court. Well, Ken basically won that at pretty much the, um, the appraised value and not the inflated value that the landowner was claiming and took we the people and the state to court for. I mean, you know, because they were asking, they, they, they were saying that little sliver they took was worth $80 million to pick a number, and the appraisal was $13 million, and I think they settled at $14 million. You know, it was that kind of a deal. So, you know, Ken Levy, good man. Yeah. Saved us as taxpayers a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you well, know. Well, that's what could end up happening with that. With, with, you know, when you get it right away, well, yeah, it, it could, you know, it could end up being adversarial, or you could, you know, that's, you know, that's, Part of the deal when you do have public works is sometimes you need to acquire right of way to make it happen. And you know there there are you know there are a lot of legalities around how you value the land and how you go about that process because you, you know you're you're not only wanting to make sure it's fair for the person who owns the land, but you're also wanting to make sure that it's fair for the taxpayer. You know that that you know you don't have somebody really creating a sweetheart deal for somebody else, and everybody's paying for it, and everybody's paying for it. You know, yeah, there's definitely two sides of that. Right, right. So <laughs> anyway, I I, I I I like Ken a lot, and I think that he, he he did us all as taxpayers a service in his work on the Crown um, properties, you know, Gold Kiss site uh, right of way lawsuit. 
So that's it for part two. In part three of Jim's interview, we will discuss restaurants and food in Dunwoody. What better topic, right? And Jim thinks he's the only pizza expert sitting at the table. Oh, 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 o